Hello, welcome to another McLaren fans podcast. Uh, this is our last one of the season. Um, we've got a few things to get through. We'll probably go through uh, a bit of highlights, lowlights of the season, a few other bits and pieces. Joining me, as always, is Sarah. Are you there, Sarah? I Sarah, am. Sarah. Can you see me? Yes. <laughs> well, it's the way you said, are you there, Sarah, like I'd left the country. Yeah. Hello, Sarah. I'm here and happy last podcast of the season. Yeah, uh, Mark Taylor. Hi, Mark. Hey, everyone. And uh, Andy Robinson. All right, Andy. Hi, everyone, and uh, Merry Christmas coming up. Ooh, Merry yeah. Mook Christmas. Merry Mook Christmas. <laughs> um, but other holidays are available, of course. Uh, let's get started. Let's crack in to it. Um, bye-bye, Dan. Hello, Oscar. Go for yeah. it, Andy. Um, time's come. He, he had a great chance. He had a couple of good races, but um, let's have a look to the future. I yeah. agree. I agree. Do, I felt do you like... think that obviously we've known he was leaving since, was it Monza or Singapore that time? Do you think that he did anything to... Enhance his chance of another seat somewhere else in that time, or actually I, make it even harder for somebody to take him on. I wanted him to. I really wanted him to bounce back and just sit on like ten back-to-back points, finish races. I I wanted him to prove that he had it, and maybe that was the kick up the ass that he needed. Uh, but I just felt sorry for him. Yeah, he was a beaten man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really say much more than that. I've, you know, I think pretty much every podcast that we've had for since the definitely since the sort of summer break, we've we've talked about Dan in some way, shape, or form. Whether it was you know when he'd announced that he was going to be leaving, or whether or not you know he had, we thought he was right for the car. Uh, you know, lovely guy. But yeah, I kind of when when you start looking at it and you start looking at what he's done since he left Red Bull, you kind of if you looked at it in the cold light of day, you'd say that it was a mistake for him to leave Red Bull. He's never been the same driver since. How much of that was the car? How much of that was him? I think when it was announced that he was going back to Red Bull, that that kind of brought back Horner's comment when he left Red Bull in the first place. You know, he was walking away from a fight, he was walking away from being Max's teammate. And he tried to move into teams where he was going to be the, the, the number one driver and things were going to be sort of all, all built around him. And to be fair, I, I, I get that he, he let, let, let Sarah say, you know, we want a race. We want, 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 we want a race with Dan. But he was always pushed far too hard, you know, by, by Lando for him to be comfortable in, in McLaren, I think. Yeah. Lando scored 122 points, I think, this year. You know, he... He scored the line shares of the points and McLaren are a team that need both drivers consistently yeah. scoring points. I think it was, was it 159 points we ended up with at the end of the season? Uh, Liking so Dan isn't enough. Thinking he's a nice huh. guy isn't enough. I loved him when he drove for another team. I thought he was a great personality. And when I heard he was coming to us, I was really excited but it just hasn't worked out. And a bit like a relationship, you know, like a Honda relationship, should I say, or a, a relationship that's falling apart where a divorce is needed, you know, don't prolong the pain. I felt that 
I understood why the team made their decision and I still stand by that. Now, you're saying, Dan out, Oscar in. Will Oscar be the answer? And I think the answer to that is we can't say, can we? Uh, we may support him. We may be excited that he's coming in. We will tweet him. We will hope he does well. We will cross our fingers. But the proof of the pudding's in the eating, isn't it? Yeah. And the first thing I've got to do is learn how to spell his surname. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just it's don't call him point. Oscar Pastry. It's definitely Piastri, yeah? <laughs> right. I, I, think, um, I think he's got a battle. He hasn't really been racing last year. He's had, had a year in between. And he's got to get up to speed against one of the best drivers we'll see for a long time. Yeah. And that's not an easy battle at all. To have a, a car which is clearly suited a bit more to Lando. Although he says, I don't know if anyone saw the interview at the end of the season where he was so happy to be rid of this car. Um, it was it might have suited him more than Dan, but that's that's the battle and a half to come into a brand new team to fight someone like Lando when you haven't raced competitively for a year. We'll be supporting him. Yeah. I think, you know, he's got it. He's going to have a bit of a grace period. Um, you know, there'll be races where he'll do well. There'll be races where he doesn't. There'll be races where he, unfortunately, you know, race weekends where he might crash a car in FP1 or something like that. It's kind of racing, but I think we can't expect far too. We can't expect him to jump in the car and be Lando. No. Um, think, we can't expect him to jump in the car and be a Lewis Hamilton. But, but I think all we can ask for him in the first season is consistency. Correct. And, and, and effort, which we didn't always get from, from Dan. I, I think you can't say that from the first race, though. I think you've got to give him a bit of time to bet into the car. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, Andy, you told me about uh, BBC Sounds documentary, which mm. is brilliant, on the um, Spygate. Yeah. One of the lines that I remember from that is Mark Priestley saying that in Lewis Hamilton's first race, he was told to be careful in the first corner and just make it around that first corner. Yeah. And he wasn't careful. He went on the attack. But we've got to have that mindset of Oscar. Be careful in the first race. Just make it through to the finish line. Learn, and and it will be a few races before, or maybe not. Maybe he's a, the absolute superstar we want him to be. But it'll be a few races before we're we're pushing for the points of Oscar. I'd say anyway. Yeah. I suppose the other the other variable there is we don't know what next year's car is going to be like, do we? So there we are talking as if it's this year's car. And and in my head, if it was like this year's car, I'd expect Oscar to score some points by I don't know maybe Barcelona for instance. I'd I'd expect after a couple of months he'd he'd you know get some points. Now he could exceed my expectations and he could be bloody amazing and our car could be ten times faster than than you know my worst expectations. But I'm being really careful because I survived the Honda years and that's what it does to you. I think the point on the car, though, is very, very personal, though, because I think we're not the only team that are going to be glad to see the back of this year's car. I mean, didn't Toto say they're going to put, you know, this year's car into reception at Mercedes just so people can see how bad things can be and never to build anything like that again? I should let them fire paintball things at it. That would be the best thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's our livery for race one next year, by the way. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sponsored by um yeah i mean let's see let's see how he gets on i'm sure we'll be talking about him next year on the podcast and uh 
you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's quite exciting. Um, and let's see with that. Uh, just talking about sort of this year's car. Um, and yeah, you know, we all know it's been a dog of a car, obviously. Um, yeah. uh, but one of the one of the sort of notes I've got down here is, um, you know, it's not been our greatest season. It's not been our worst by a long way. But just quickly going around, what has been your sort of highlight and your low light of the year? Um, I'll I'll start with mine. Um, my, my my highlight, pretty obvious for me. Um, pit stop it's consistency. Yeah. <laughs> 1.98. Um, I'll take that every day. I think we've done fantastic on them. If we can keep that next year, then I think we're we're in a great place. Um the low light for me, uh Bahrain breaks. And oh. I really shaped I think that shaped our whole season. That put us on the back foot from the start and I just don't think we've ever really recovered with that cast from there. I, I agree with you, but I'm going to go controversial on my highlight. My highlight was on the first pre-season practice test that we saw, where yeah. there were nine, nine teams porpoising and one team not. And it looked like we'd got the deal, and we'd got the car that could handle it all and go fast. And I was so happy on that. Nine Porpson teams, one not, and we were that one not. It was brilliant. And uh, it looked I, like we were going to be really good, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they asked Andreas Seidel, like, what did you do to counteract the Porpoisin? Like, as if he'd planned. We'd, we'd planned how to counteract this with all our genius brains, and it was like, we got lucky. <laughs> we didn't know it was going to happen. We got lucky. Um, yeah, that was my highlight. My low light, I, I think more than probably was uh, double DNF Brazil was pretty low. Yeah. Um, yeah, agree with that one. Especially as you were there, you know, double DNF, mate. I mean, it's just... I'm bad luck. Yeah. Stop yeah. going to races. <laughs> that was, I'm, I'm going with that as my low point as well. That was the worst feeling, the worst feeling. Yeah. I mean, that was when we knew that we'd lost that fourth place in the championship. There's no, no yep. chance after that, really. So That was the nail in the coffin on that one, wasn't it? Yeah. What about you, Sarah? Highlight, lowlight? Mm, highlights. Google Wheels were my highlight. Oh, my yeah. foes. Google Wheels. <laughs> Concentrating on the racing. Google Wheels <laughs> enough. <laughs> if I don't get one on my wall at some point, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I would sell a kidney for a Google Wheel cover. Um, actually, one of my one of my soft highlights, not necessarily F1, but McLaren in general, would, would be having a female driver. Um, you know, Emma being a female driver, and I know we've had a podium this weekend, but having a female McLaren driver for me, that's that's a big tick in the box. That's something amazing that I'm really glad we've got. Um, and of course, you know, Lando's fastest lap last race, winning me eighty quid, was pretty good as well. <laughs> Yeah, what about what about the low lights? What's what's? I'm sticking with I'm sticking with the double DNF for the low lights. Right, yeah, okay. that's that that was a killer. What about you, Mark? What's what's stood out for you this year, and what's you know what can go in the bin? Again, I don't, I don't want to make it personal, but you know Lando's consistent consistency and Dan's inconsistency. I don't think we can really see see, see past that, and, that, and that's why we've we've had to move on and, and, and look to the future. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah fair enough. Um, yeah, Sarah, you you touched on Andy being over in Brazil there. Um, yeah, but it sounds like a good chat to sort of give us the lowdown, Andy. What was it like going to Brazil to watch the Grand Prix? I mean, we all see it on the TV. Is it like what it's like on the TV? Is everybody and cinema mad? Um, you know, yeah, what's it, it, it like going sure. to the track? What are you? What are you actually? You know. What's the, the food like at the track? What's the atmosphere like? You know, so um, it's everything you want it to be, and it's nothing you didn't want. So you go to Brazil, and and uh, my sister lives out in Rio, so I've been to Brazil, uh, I've been to Rio, I've been to Sao Paulo now, and you arrive, and the city is what you expect it to be. It's just a modern metropolis, really. There's, there's modern buildings, but the track you get out to the track, it's in one of the lesser affluent areas as you walk past you literally see the houses built they're not favelas but they're close enough and honestly i was a little bit cautious about uh, the approach getting to the circuit and getting in there were people offering me hats and that was it people were trying to pedal goods as they do at silverstone as they do everywhere else in the world trying to get, make you buy hats not there was wasn't a bad vibe about anywhere it felt so nice I walked yeah. the whole of the outer because when you get in, you're stuck in your stance. You're allowed to go to that little tiny area, like 400 yards along, but brilliant. But the, the best thing I can say is we were watching um, some of the support races and there was a guy that stood on the start line. who was a lap down from the very first lap. He got the second biggest cheer of all weekend, every single lap. They knew their racing and they knew, knew who to cheer. And they were uh, just the, the atmosphere was brilliant genuinely there were people who cared about motorsport and knew motorsport they weren't there because they're on a latest fad they were there because they knew motorsport and like you looked around the stand and there'd be someone wearing a hat and then no team gear for 10 seats and someone wearing a hat no team gear they, they weren't there because they'd brought all the latest gear and they were on on this they would just loved motorsport and the loudest cheer by the way was when lewis overtook max um yeah. Couldn't have been a louder cheer. That was a football crowd cheer for a winning goal. Um, they were every single lap went round. Everyone was up at their seats cheering Lewis. I did 72 squats that day because every single time the cars ran past, we were up and down. Um, brilliant. I just, I would recommend going to it 100%. Um, it, all in, it actually cost us a lot less than Silverstone. And that is yeah. flying to Brazil. Hotel. Just, Brazil. just, uh, just wow. how much, like, is a ticket just generally a rough idea? Oh, yeah. So you could get a, a cheap ticket. You could get out um, just in the uh, out in there's like a cement blocks, and you could get one of them for like forty quid. We, we paid uh, forty quid a day or for the whole weekend. Uh, no, for the whole weekend, it was really oh, you could go right. really cheap. But uh, but they all sold out really quickly because by the time Andy asked me if I'd like to go to Brazil with him, there were no tickets left. All right. And and it, and it wasn't the week before; it was like you oh. know the next day. We put this in February. Yeah, it sells yeah. out like that. So I mean, we paid. Uh, I think in total we paid like two hundred quid for two of us to sit in a covered grandstand with a seat with a TV on the outside of the Senares. So quite a nice grandstand. We weren't start finish straight, but it just it wasn't expensive. Food was cheap there. The circuit you were buying a bottle. All water got taken off you. All liquids got taken off you on the way in which annoyed me until I got in 
and the price of water was like 30p a bottle. I was like, okay, I, I can deal with that. It's not expensive water. Beer wasn't expensive either. Um, everything was cheap in the circuit. You weren't not being like cold. Singapore, where depending on which grandstand you're on, the water it costs more. Yeah. <laughs> As you walk around, yeah. yeah, yeah Andy, yeah. Andy, comment on the merch a bit. You bought me this lovely oh, mug yeah. back to celebrate the fiftieth anniversary of the Brazilian Grand Prix, wasn't it? The, the lack of merch surprised me. There were no magnets. We we could buy lanyards, which were really cheap, like literally less than a quid for a, a single. I say thing in Portland, Sao Paulo lanyard. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to buy a McLaren T-shirt, it was as expensive as it is full price in the McLaren.com shop. Which, which means me. that people in Brazil can't afford to buy it. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I so I, I want to touch on a bit of Danny thing. I saw some of the fan engagement bits, and Lando was walking. Everyone mobbed him. All the fans, all all the team personnel were trying to protect him. They had bodyguards and everything. I saw Danny at one point walk from the hospitality over to the garage. No one went anywhere near him. Um, to the point of I threw my hat to him, got him to sign it, he threw it back. No one went near him. He, he wasn't Lando. Everyone just wanted Lando. It was interesting, to say the least. Mm. And a bit of a shock, too, because no matter how he's driven this season, I still bloody love Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't imagine anyone not being excited to see anyone of the grid, you know? I was screaming his name. I, I was a 14-year-old schoolgirl. I was proper screaming. I've always thought um... that about you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not sure what type of podcast we've got going on here now. <laughs> um, to, to, to wrap it's it up, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah it definitely is i would 100 percent suggest and say go to sao paulo grand prix to see the undulations it's literally like 45 meters between the bottom and you can see the ripples of the track going across uh yeah i i never appreciated it until we were there and it was just brilliant before you move on andy before hmm. you move on don't forget to mention that you visited senna's grave as well which i think is an amazing thing to be able to do yeah, really understated. You, you walk in the cemetery and we were wearing our McLaren gear so that you know, the security man knew what we were doing. He just kind of waved us in. It's just another nameplate on the floor in the middle of a circle by a tree. Um, really understated, but lovely to be able to go and just you know pay pay the respects to the man. Um, yeah. yeah but I've, I've been to the, uh, the, the memorial at Imola. Uh, I think Sarah, Sarah, you've been as well, haven't you? I have. And, you know, that's quite a big thing for what it is. And there's all obviously a lot of uh, flags and T-shirts and that on the fence and everything around there. So it, it kind of astounds me when you were saying, like, that it's not quite as big as that. It's very understated. But I guess that's probably what he wanted. That's what my thought was. Yeah. Like, it ends Emphasizes what the man stood for. Yeah. At risk of turning us into a travel podcast, what, what's it like sort of getting to and from the circuit and what's Sao Paulo? Uber. Like for like Grab an Uber. Time. It was like yeah. um, a 30-minute drive from the hotel and it cost like mm-hmm. seven quid. Wow. And I could get an Uber with no issue at all on the way in. On the way out, I walked 15 minutes out of the circuit area, mm-hmm. away from the crowds. We got Ubers. Excellent. And again, you've got family out yeah. there. Andy stayed in a Hilton, so, you know, he was about as Western as you could be, you know. <laughs> I am McLaren partner loyal. If there's a McLaren partner I haven't got some, some time with, I don't know who they are. Always on brand. 
That's why this is a good segue. Where are you going to get your petrol from now? But well, yeah. speaking of that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's quite disappointing, isn't it? Um, Gulfs yes. dropping. This, I, you know, I, let's be honest. It's it's probably been a very successful partnership. If it's been sold as a, um, I tell you what, Gulf, come and join us for a couple of years. We'll do a special one-off livery. We'll drop some merch. Uh, we'll stick your your logo on the car, and um, you know, let's let's have two years of a a partnership. I don't did did we use their fuels or oil or anything like that? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Um, no. so you know, they made they made some nice little clips where they were in a garage and it was a golf garage and Lando was in the car and you yeah. know, and I I loved all of that. But what I don't love, Andy, what I don't love is selling a load of merch that we all invest in and then the week later it goes half price and then a week later they say oh we're not with you next year bye bye do you know how much money i spent on golf merch a month ago that then went half price that now we're not even going to be linked to i'm absolutely gutted and that is a bit of a stinger for me i'm afraid guys love my team love this merch but a bit of a rip to do that it felt like they'd suddenly churned it out quickly before they killed the relationship off. Yeah, I mean, we all, obviously there's a you know a lead time on a lot of this merch to come out, but um, it, it did seem like a kind of a right the partnership's ending and the stuff was popular last year. Let's get some stuff out before the end of the season for people to um, kind of buy. Um, nice gear though. That's the really nice thing. Like the jacket yeah. is really nice. Yeah, it's it's all really nice stuff. It's just I've paid twice as much for it as someone bought it two weeks later because I was worried it would sell out like it did in the first round, you know. Everything yeah. sold out first time round, so I rushed to buy it, and, of course, it doesn't sell out this time. And then everyone's laughing at me, going, oh, look what you paid for this. I got it for half price, you know. It's, like I said, I'll, I'll be wearing it still. I like the I like the delivery. I like the colours. I like the quality of it. I'm just gutted the relationship's well, gone away. Let's let's look at it another way. That the way I'm looking at it is that we're actually innovating in in the world of sponsorship in Formula One. Because yeah, all right, you know, you've had tie-ins before where I think it was Red Bull did a Star Wars car for the movie and stuff like that, but. You know, we've we've sold a livery, we've sold a sponsorship on the back of a livery to Gulf. We've done it with OKX, we've done it with Views. I think this is the way that we're kind of going to go, isn't it? It's not no longer a here's your silver car with Vodafone down the side, or here's your um, black and silver grey car with West on the side of it. It's now right a couple of times a season or once or twice a season, we're going to have a a liveried car with a sponsorship on and maybe there's a, a merch drop that goes with that and some of them we're going to probably get a bit more excited about than others you know and then maybe next year we you know the, the partnership with android we see something a bit android google we see a bit more of that you know maybe maybe you can buy your google wheel covers for um you know your own car in the in the McLaren store next year. Who knows? Oh, but, that'd be lovely. And then um, one day I could afford those Pirelli tires that go with them as well. Just do you know what you do? just get some yellow Tipex and get on your own tires. <laughs> write the word Pirelli on it. Yep. Um, 
just just a point on the deliveries and stuff and the way that it's been advertised for our sponsors to get onto our partners to get onto the car um okx and i've checked this fact three times with the person that told me because i didn't believe it had 1.4 billion interactions on their okx liveries across media platforms wow billion Billion. billion. I, yeah, that's the thing I checked so that's many times. I made her repeat it so many times. Because <laughs> you do sound a bit billion. Austin Powers now. I know. But <laughs> to get, get that level of interaction, yeah. that's what they paid for. And they were so, with that as a number, like she was really happy. She works for OKX. That's how, that's how I knew the number. They couldn't have been happier with what happened for their livery. And the thing that we tested uh, was it. Uh, third, fourth race from the end were the panels that digitally change as they're driving along. Yeah. They're the sponsor's gold. Imagine being able to put something on the side panel, the rear wing or the front on the nose that changes as you're going along. That is money. Just pure money. I think that's really clever tech. It's quite a nice segue into that. Really clever tech, good for sponsors. However, watching the World Cup at the moment, I'm getting really irritated by all the sideboards that are changing all the time. It takes away from watching the game because it distracts you. So I suppose my question is, does that distract the drivers then? Uh, it's going to be out of their peripheral vision if it's the ones that we saw a couple yeah. of pieces ago. And, you know, they were only in a practice session, so whether we were actually technically allowed to use them in a race is a whole different matter. But yeah. even then, during a practice session or something like that, or well, imagine like even you you know you build a test car for testing or something like that with a whole side pod with it or something like that. Who knows? There's bound to be a bigger picture somewhere that we're not quite seeing, and we'll go, "Oh wow, that was that what that was for." But yeah, the, the, the amount of stuff they got going on on the on the steering wheel as well. You know, you'd have thought that's going to be their focus, as, obviously as well as where they're going. Hopefully. Uh, as opposed to something that's sort of going to be you know, pretty much over their shoulder, because that's where it, that's where a lot of them were. Yeah, I mean, just the side pods, the nose cone, the front of the rear wing—they're on the long straights. They're the things you see for four or five seconds. And if you have your advertising, just update or change, you can get two or three messages on that. I, I just think it's such clever tech. And you're right, we did it in practice because it's heavier than than the uh, the print that we put on the car. That, I've forgotten the word for it now, the plastic print we put on rather than paint because that's like vinyl. Not, thank you, vinyl. Yeah, that was the word I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know we saved one point five yeah, we saved <laughs> one point five kilogram when we stopped painting the car and put vinyl on. Yep. Yeah. I think you've told me that before as well. Great fact. Andy the stat man. Yeah. It's it's this, it's that question that catches everybody out. What's the biggest part on an F one car? The human? No, there's the paint. Well, that's a bit like saying what's the largest organ in the human body, and the answer is not what you might think it is, men folk. It's the epidermis, isn't it? It's the skin. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same for the car, yeah? Yeah. Well, we've stripped so much of that paint off, it's just the carbon fibre now. Yeah. We're not the only team doing that, though, aren't we? So look at the Williams. Yeah. I think back to the golf thing, you have to see who they bring in next. Yeah, yeah, let's it, hope so. Done and, and yeah, you, um, but you can imagine Zach's the kind of guy that if, if Pepsi made a, a better offer for him, then he'd drop coat like a stone, wouldn't it? 
Yes. Yeah. Well, Zach's, Zach's all over the commercials, isn't he? I mean, yeah. you know, that's well, why we've got Google Wheels. Did I mention yeah. that? that that's Zach's entire job. You know, we, I think we need to trust him with it. And he's done pretty well for us so far. With yeah. A lot of, uh, it's yeah, a yeah, world of difference from when we had Ron in charge and uh, everything yeah. else like that. It's like, yeah, you know. 100%. Yeah. Our and friend Steve Ross tweeted a picture out the other day of uh, Mika <clears> and David on, on the podium and the West McLaren car was underneath it. It literally said West. Yep. Yeah. And, and I don't know sort of how much of a presence they've got in other countries, but certainly in this country, you've got to go out your way to find a golf service station. You uh, have, and, then, and, and then I know where probably... there is one. I used to get well, very excited. Absolutely. I remember <laughs> one. I remember where one was where we used to live, and Andy's probably been there several times, but you know, you, you've got to go out your way to find one. Then yeah, in fairness, with not, being, not being a supermarket one, it's going to cost you more anyway. So I don't think golf are really going to sell an extra load of petrol, particularly in this country. So. So I think I've just got a name for this podcast. In Zach, we trust. We need to trust yeah, him yeah, about... Yeah, we need to yeah. we need to trust him about the fact that we've, you know, said goodbye to Daniel with love and that we're bringing in Oscar. We need to trust him about the sponsorship and the fact that golf are going on what might come next. Yep, in Zach we trust. And we need to trust him that next year's car's not going to be a bit of a dog. Yeah, we do. Definitely. Yeah. Talk, talking of next year, though, did anyone see the tweet today that came out from McLaren? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It made me feel all electric all over, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, when, when does the uh, when does the Formula E season start? Then is it soon? Is it December sometime? Normally, January. wow. Yeah. I mean, it's twenty twenty three season, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, there's an announcement on the tweet that McLaren put out, and was it five pm tomorrow? Uh, it is five five pm GMT twenty ninth of the eleventh. There you go. Something's happening. Livery. Car reveal, driver reveal, driver above. <laughs> well, the <laughs> thing we do know is it. I would be surprised NM. if we see some of those um, uh, electric signage on the Formula E car first. Yes, I don't know what sort of spec limitations there are on that because the the generation of car and what you can do to it etc etc that might not be what's the word homologated homologized mm. something like that so an h word so they might not be able to do it perhaps but an h word harry yeah. potter harry potter that's two words <laughs> anyone um, listening to this podcast wondering why they tune in is thinking it's for the quality the quality conversation, isn't it? I sometimes wonder why people tune in as well. Fourteenth of January, by the way, Mexico City right. round one. Okay, look forward to that then. And London tickets are on sale now. If anyone's listening and wants to go down, London tickets yeah. are on sale now. You can get a Friday ticket for like forty quid. I guess this is the the tipping point for Formula E for me. So I've never, I've tried a few times. I've never quite, it's never quite grabbed me. But I always thought, how would I feel if McLaren had a team? And uh, uh, let's see what happens tomorrow, see who the drivers are. I guess if there are known names, then it might kind of spike my interest a little bit more. If we start winning races, then maybe I'll kind of look at it in that respect. But I'm not quite sure 
it's you're still, kind of grabbed me yet. You're, you're still thinking about the noise of the cars, aren't you? Still sound like a constipated milk float, yes. He just he just can't okay. get into it, Mark. He can't wrap his yeah. arms around it. And he's now like, oh, crap, there's a McLaren car. I've got to like this. I don't want to. I've got to, though. That's what's happened. This, yeah, Andy, you, you're going to have to buy some merch and go, I really do like Formula E. Not. <laughs> it, it could be I great. delete but... your copies of this podcast as well. Right? <laughs> do you know All right, what? OK. I've... We haven't got much time left, right? Let's quickly, right, who do you think one of the drivers, like, I don't think we just one of the drivers who do you think one of them might might be tomorrow i reckon you know um uh bandon do we think i'm gonna say stoffel he's he already in the team that we've bought he's driven for us he's a free yeah. agent yeah but he's now the isn't he the um isn't he somebody's oh, i can't remember what i'm gonna say please shoot me um uh, isn't he someone's backup driver hasn't he signed aston for Martin. aston martin yeah. Does that then not prohibit him from doing that kind of thing as well? I'm not sure. Well, that would be my only question around that. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I think, I've got to be honest, I haven't been following it at this, as closely as I used to in the first two seasons, but I think Sam Bird's out of a drive. Uh, Sam Bird would be great. Uh, didn't win a race last Sam year, Bird. but he's won a race every other year, hasn't he? Yep, Sam Bird's known. He's British. He's he's plucky. That's a good word. I don't know where I got that from. Sounds very, you know. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going dream world, I'm taking uh, De, uh, De Lucas Degrassi. He's very pushy on the environmental side of life. The four is a electric formula. It's meant to be environmental. That's um, true. But he's very pushy he's... in all walks of life, and. Um, I don't know. I don't warm to him, and certainly some things I see him tweets don't make me feel warm and fuzzy inside. If you're going down the environmentalist road, Seb. Yes. Here's a question for you. Why, why wouldn't we be naming a female driver? Because we can't think of one because you didn't let us know this was on the agenda before we well, started. You know you just I'd take it. I'd take Emma Gilmore all day long. She is yeah. absolutely brilliant. Emma's Lovely brilliant. and brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Why not? I would not rule that out. And I have not purposefully not named a woman for any other reason. And I just can't think of one right now. About, would you put Jamie Chadwick in the seat? Yeah. Yeah, totally. hundred times over. If she was on offer, hundred percent. Yeah. Not yeah. a question. I'd, I'd like, I'd, I think that would be something to get behind. If you get what I mean. Tatiana Calderon. She's not fast enough. You don't think? I don't. Uh, The numbers don't lie either. Right. Right. Anyway, we've got a couple of minutes left. So, time to wrap up. I hope everybody's enjoyed it. I hope everybody's enjoyed the podcasts this year. We will be back in some shape or form next year. Not quite sure what we're going to do yet. We will be chatting over. the holiday period and seeing what we can do. Uh, Sarah, I believe you've got some Christmassy wares to push. I I, I am going to try and share my screen, but it seems like it's disabled by the host at the moment, so it's not letting me. But I do have a few pictures to flash up, boys and girls. If you've if you've bought my uh, my keyrings in the past, you'll see what they look like and you'll be aware of them. But 
here's just a quick look at some things I've got coming in. I couldn't let Dan go without a helmet. We've got a, a Lando one. OKX magnets and pin badges coming in. But also a couple of Christmas things here. I've always liked that Christmas card that has a car with a tree on top. Well, here's my car with a tree on top. It's a McLaren one. And, I of course, Lando, what the dragon, Lando with the would be horrible. It, it's not aerodynamic, <laughs> but it's festive. Yeah. <laughs> and Lando with a Santa hat. Why wouldn't you? So yeah. uh, I should be getting these in within the next week and keep an eye on Sari Wears Wears on Etsy and you'll see them go up there. You'll tweet pictures out as well for those on audio. I always yeah. tweet. I just want to hold them in my hand before I tweet pictures. These that, are... was, that was this week's word from our sponsors. Zach's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> done well. <laughs> those on audio, that's like back in the days of those watching in black and white. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the green borders next to the brown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe Andy could actually put this one on YouTube so everyone could see it. Yeah, I've screenshotted that bit as well, anyway. Right, that's it for this season. Um, Probably testing when when we all get back together and see what happens and go from there. So, uh, of car car reveal, maybe. Let's see. But, yeah, uh, thanks to all of you for um, joining this evening. and. yeah, everyone out there, have a good holidays. And uh, yeah, let us know if you get any McLaren struck F1 merch for gifts, or even if you get stuff from Sarah for gifts from people, tweet <laughs> it and we'll retweet. Um, have a good end to 2022. Wow, no, 2022. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll be back in 2023.